In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. I hope you all heard how Jesus was taken up almost to be thrown off the cliff, but then not. I'm pretty sure I heard that in the organ. Thank you, Philip. We're going to get to that part in just a minute. I recently met a young couple here at St. Michael in person for the first time, but St. Michael wasn't completely new to them. See, they had moved to Dallas in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. They had taken a new job and they had relocated their family with their young children. And as many people do, as you kind of get to know a new community, they began to talk to their neighbors, to coworkers. And one of the things they tried to do was find a church. Multiple people in their life, both on their street and at work, mentioned St. Michael. And so they started watching online and a few months ago came for the first time in person. Now that kind of story is not unusual anymore. Last week, I talked about how following Jesus is a hard thing to do. And this week, I want us to talk about the way that we are called to a certain purpose, that we are called to follow Jesus with a reason to actually build up the kingdom of God right here and right now. So let's talk about who comes to church, how we actually create this community. I like to say that people come to and leave churches in crises. Now, crises could be good or bad. A crisis could be getting married or having your first child or starting a new job or moving to a new city, or a crisis could be losing a loved one or getting a divorce or having a bad diagnosis. Crises kind of wake us up and shake us a little bit and help us either connect more deeply where we are or go seeking something new. Flowing to a church like St. Michael, is a very common experience. We often think, if we stop and think about it, that churches are doing well and connecting with people and bringing people in if there is good teaching or preaching or music. And all of those things are very important. I like to think that they are very important, but nothing is more important about connecting people and building up a congregation in a church than actually the people in the church. Consider how hard it has been for so many of us to be worshiping online so often. Online worship is such a gift, excuse me, is, is a real gift to us. And we were so lucky, so good, so well set up to be able to just flip a switch and to go online when the pandemic began and good because we were able to remain connected to a lot of people. And even though online worship is so great, hey, online people, even though it's so good, it still does not quite satisfy the desire we have to be physically with people. It is just human. We want to be around people. And being around people on a Sunday morning or maybe even during the week in small groups is necessary for us to feel deeply connected and to seek after God and to continue to discover the purpose that we were made for. Last week, 
we hosted a St. Michael 101 lunch here. St. Michael 101 is a nice little moment that happens every so often where new or new-ish people get a chance to meet each other and to hopefully meet people who have been in this church for a long time. And we always begin those lunches by inviting everybody in attendance to just take a moment and introduce themselves. Who are they and where are they from and how did they find us and how long have they been connected in some way to the church? And it is near universal that every time we do this and people introduce themselves, they name other people in their lives that connected them to this church. It could be that they have a neighbor or perhaps a family or a friend or a coworker. Somehow a person recommended that they come and they check out this church. People are why we gather. Jesus offers us a transformative experience, but Jesus even said, when two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. He knew that we need each other. Today's gospel lesson that we just heard continues the dramatic story of Jesus in Nazareth that we began last week. And I told you that people tried to throw Jesus off a cliff. And today we hear that story. Jesus, in this moment, is saying things people don't really want to hear, and so they get all flustered and mad, and they run him out of the synagogue and up to a hill in order to throw him off and to kill him. And Jesus is like the original Jedi. Did you catch that in the gospel? He just passes through the people. It's like, I am not the prophet that you seek. And somehow just kind of goes on his way, however that happened. The shock of people trying to throw Jesus off a cliff never gets old to me. It's a stunning moment that people would be so filled with rage that they would try to throw a person off a cliff. Jesus shows us just how much God loves us, but Jesus calls us to reflect on what then we are to do with that love. Jesus calls us to put God first. And why? because that's the purpose for which we were made. In our first lesson today from Jeremiah, we hear the beautiful verse that so many of us are familiar with. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Now that verse has made it on countless t-shirts and coffee mugs. In fact, that verse was painted on the wall of the hospital where our oldest was born. We love that kind of verse. That feels so warm, like God knew us and loved us. And even though God was talking to Jeremiah as a prophet, that phrase has often been applied to all of us in that loving, purposeful way. The idea that God knew us and created us is so nice until we realize what that actually means. Jeremiah hears that God says, Now I have put my words in your mouth. Today I appoint you over nations and over kingdoms. And if we're reading this closely, we will probably say, you know, oh no. Because the warmth of God knowing us in the womb does not end there. Because the purpose of God knowing us and creating us is so that we will do amazing work in the world. God charged Jeremiah with that purpose, and each one of us has been created with that kind of deep, profound purpose as well. God knew us and created us. We have the strength 
to go and do amazing things in the world, to do much more than we think we can. That is probably a bit scary, certainly intimidating for most of us. Time and time again, I hear people claim that kind of fear and intimidation when they do things like when they're asked to open a meeting or a meal with a prayer. How many times have you said, oh my gosh, I cannot pray in front of people. No, 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 thank you. Or when asked to teach children Sunday school, people say, oh, I don't know enough to teach children. Or when encouraged to invite a friend to church, or to just talk about your faith, to actually speak of Jesus outside these walls, people think, I don't want to offend anybody, make anyone uncomfortable. Friends, we are not given a spirit of fear. We are given a spirit of power and love to do the amazing things that God has created us to do. God knows us. God has always known us and created us for a purpose. Now, our individual purposes may not yet be clear, but that's why we come here. That's why we invest ourselves in a community like this. We come here to help discover and discern and unpack and develop the purpose that God created us to fulfill in the world, discovering our purpose and being filled with that strength and confidence and power is really the best use of a church. We are about the people here. When we gather here, we are meant to help grow one another and grind against one another in the best sense to make us stronger and more powerful and more purposeful. Last week, we talked about how difficult it is to follow Jesus. This week, we hear that we have been made, made for a purpose. And next week, we're going to talk about what we can do as people of purpose in faith. It's going to be great. So I'll see you next week. Amen. <laughs>